Live from both coasts, it's the Take the Ride podcast. I know a guy that has a tramp stamp. He has a, he has a son tramp stamp. Now here are your hosts, Adam Drake and Johnny Wright. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of the Take the Ride podcast. I'm Adam Drake. With me, as always, a man who hasn't washed his underwear in six months because he thinks flies are lucky, Johnny Wright. Hello, I'm Johnny Wright. Johnny, what's up, man? How are you? I am above average. How are you? Uh, I am I am doing very well. I, uh, I think just off the bat, we need to state that... Um, the last time we recorded, I have on my calendar was December 22nd. Okay. Yeah. I caught COVID December 24th. Yeah. So uh, uh, I probably had it when we were talking. Uh, and I don't think you can catch COVID over a Zoom call. But yeah, uh, holy shit, I got COVID. How was that? It wasn't bad. Um, well, because you're protected. I mean, it's... Right. I mean, you're, you know, you're vaxxed and boosted. And so it's probably not that bad. No, that was the whole thing. It's like, it, I can't imagine what would have happened if I hadn't been vaxxed, vaxxed and boosted. Um, but yeah, I just got, I had a, like a cold for a day and then I just got really tired. Um, but the shitty part was, was that I got it on Christmas Eve. Um, yeah. That's not great. No, because I like became the elephant man. <laughs> like everyone was like, stay away from this creature. I had to, um, <laughs> I, I, I slept on an air mattress in my basement. Oh no. Yeah. Cause my in-laws were in town and they were like, don't get near your kids. Don't look at us. I had to watch my kids open Christmas presents from another room. It was like, oh, yeah, no. it was like a leper. Um, so they, like, it, I mean, I get it. It was, I was the first person in my family to get COVID. So I think people were like a little cautious. Um, but at the same time I was treated like a third class citizen. Um, and then everyone else ended up getting COVID, including my in-laws. Yeah. And the day they got COVID, they went out and bought a car. And I was like, <laughs> like, wait, what about me? Like having to like sit in my fucking dungeon for a week. Yeah. Doesn't seem right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my my daughter got it. My my wife got it. My son still hasn't gotten it. I don't know how. This kid is like a rock star. Um, my parents got it, but everyone because we're vaxxed and you know we were yeah. mostly responsible. Um, yeah, it's it was just it, it came and went, and I've had colds that were worse. I've had the flu, which is worse. Worse. So. I count myself very lucky and uh, smart for having gotten vaccinated. Yeah. Thank you, science. Yeah. Thank you, science. Seriously. Thank you. you. Like, yeah, um, I can't imagine. And I I hear about these people who've got who have Omicron and they're in the hospital. And it's like unfathomable to me because it was so one, it was easy to get my vax. And also at the same time, like my symptoms were so minimal. Like you hear about these people that come into the hospital and they're like, Oh, can I get the vaccine now? And they're like, no, 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 it's yeah. it's too late. Like, that's, sorry, that pitch, that pitch is flown by, young man. Yeah, that's, right. That, like that's what do you? I mean, you, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, and there are like uh, there are stories of nurses who know that these people are dying, and like on their deathbed, they're like, "Holy shit, it, I, I should have gotten the vaccine. I totally fucked up." And you know, at that point, story after story after story like that, right? And. Uh, 
I just, I can't imagine like when you have, when you're intubated, I think that's probably when you're like, Oh, this is like real shit. Like yeah. I, I could have prevented this a long time ago. Thank you. Um, you know, the worst thing I had to do was sit in my basement and play video games and watch Return of the Jedi. <laughs> you know, I, but there's worse, there's worse days than that. And, and, and yeah, and seriously, and, and avoid my in-laws and my parents. So it, yeah. honestly, it kind of worked out for everybody. Every cloud, um, silver lining. <laughs> silver, silver. Yeah. They were like, Adam, you should probably go down to the basement. I was like, okay. Put on right. like I got Disney Plus down there. We're watch a little, watch a little hockey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I know that I I told you that I wanted to go, um, and then I wanted to record last week. It turns out that uh, the Wi-Fi in Mexico is actually worse than your. It makes your Wi-Fi <laughs> worse than the Wi-Fi out in the woods here, huh? Yeah, you know the uh, you, you know in Goldeneye that giant uh, radar dish they have or the satellite dish. It I, makes I your. Do. It makes your internet connection look like that. So oh my, that's I knew that it wasn't going to work. And I apologize for not contacting. Oh, no, it's no big deal. I just, yeah, you you said you wanted to record. And I was like, yeah, sure. That's fine. That's fine. And, and then, uh, you know, and then I looked on Instagram and you had fucked off to Mexico. <laughs> well, that was the thing, too. It's like, no, no like, okay, I guess we're not doing it this week. <laughs> well, I wanted to, like, do it and not tell you I was in Mexico. And then all of a sudden oh, I, see. I would like, that would have been very funny. Yeah, and you see like palm trees and shit. Yeah. That um, been funny. But I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't put that together. That would have yeah. sorry. That was, that was the thing. Um, I thought I it was did, just like an impromptu thing that you guys just took off to Mexico. And I just thought, no, really like, no, oh, no, no. Great, in fact, we, we weren't even sure we were, we were going to be able to go because of COVID. And um, I was still testing positive because I keep shedding I'm not contagious, but I keep shedding virus. So I, when I take at-home tests, it's still, or at least did, I don't think it would still now, but I was still showing up as positive. So we were like, we might, you might not be able to go because you can't get back into the States if you have a, a positive test. Right. But I got a doctor's note. So shit, you know, now, did your vacation get extended because you had a blizzard back in the East coast? It did. I got, it got extended by I looked at the weather and I'm like, uh, I'm, pretty sure he's just going to hang out for a few more days and not try to go back. Yeah. It only got extended by a day, uh, okay, which okay. by the way, like um, I, I've been to Mexico before once. Have you ever been to Mexico? Uh, yeah. I've okay. gone uh, uh, a couple times. I went to Tijuana, which was terrible. And then on cruise ships, <laughs> I, on cruise ships, I stopped in uh, Ensenada and uh, Cozumel. So a little, okay. Just a little okay. Okay. So you, you kind of know what the deal is with, yeah. with my early touristy Mexico. Yeah. Um, the first time yeah, I'd gone I've been to touristy spots. Totally. Yeah. Haven't been to good Mexico. <laughs> so this, <laughs> I, I had sort of a chip on my shoulder for Mexico. I, the first time I went, I got hit by, um, not hit, but that sounds really bad. I, I, I got uh, one of the uh, customs agents in Mexico. I had my drone with me and they wanted me to pay $800 to, uh, bring it into the country. And I was like, fuck you. I'm getting back on this plane. Yeah. I talked him down. I think I like I, the cost I, of the drone, isn't it? Yeah. Literally. I was like, just keep it. I'll leave. Um, ended up paying like $50 to get it in, but whatever. And then the, the place that I stayed, there was, have you ever seen a wolf spider? Uh, photos of it. Yeah. They're big fucking yeah. spiders. Big, um, yeah. Big hairy, yeah. hairy bitches. Yeah. They like to hide and they're afraid of humans, but for some reason where I was sleeping, uh, and I was sleeping on a couch, uh, one was sleeping next to my head when I woke up. No. It, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not afraid of spiders, but I was like, no, now I'm afraid of spiders. Yeah. But there's a difference between a spider 
and a spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this looks like a face hugger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so whatever the case, I was just like, you know, I don't really want to go to Mexico again. Uh, but my brother lives down there. And my dad was like, why don't we just get the whole family? We'll go down. We'll visit Eric. Um, and so we went. And the place that we stayed, the place that my dad got um, a, a house was this place called Punta Mita. Um, Mexico is like dry and desert and dusty. And you go into Putamita and it's like a five-star resort and everything is green because they steal all the water from all the locals to, oh, water, no. to water their golf courses. Um, so I was like, oh, this is really bad, but it's really nice. Um, so anyway, long story short, I, there are worth, worse places to have to stay uh, if you're getting hit by a blizzard up north. So we were kind of lucky to get to get the snow and have an excuse to stay an extra day. That's not yeah. bad. Not bad. Not bad. Um, sorry, the go ahead. I went to the time I went to Tijuana. Was Which, by the way, that's got to You've got to have a story. No one, no one goes to Tijuana and doesn't come out with a story. I was uh, 17, 16, 17. Still okay. there. Yeah. When uh, we had, we were a family vacation, and we did the San Diego Zoo, and because, uh, and then we did Tijuana, and it was just awful. And uh, <laughs> I was a teenager, and yeah. a kid. He was he he's probably eight or nine. Yeah. Um, propositioned me uh, to uh, quote, "Fuck my mom, ten dollars." He That's was a, on the street. Yeah. Hustling for his mom in a brothel. The most so, depressing thing that's ever happened. Okay. Follow up question: Did you take him up on it? No, I, I'd already bought a bunch of chiclets, and so I oh, was out of money. What are you gonna do? So, you know, I yeah, I I. I I bought some chiclets and some throwing stars, and so I was, you know, I was already tapped out. So eight dollars—that's it. He, it was. I he said ten dollars. Oh, that ten dollars. Yeah, not bad. Not it's, bad. it's kind of a bargain. <laughs> I mean, you, you know they're going to roll you for those chiclets and uh, throwing stars, yeah. but uh, kind of still worth it. In right? 19, uh, 1991, it was kind of a kind of a bargain, but uh, yeah, that was good. shocking. Shocking. Yeah, it's unfortunate that there is. I mean, just abject poverty. I mean, there's and clearly there's not there's five star resorts at the same time, but it's just there's this almost dividing line of like you're either very poor or, or very wealthy, and at least where I was, and I don't want to speak for the whole country, but it's just really sad that like there is such a divide, and yeah, you know, you just want to help these people, but you also want to go to the beach club and drink pina coladas, so. <laughs> You know, it's a, it's a tough life I live, Johnny. I, I see the huddled masses, but I pass them by on my yes. way to the pool. But, but you, you're very respectful when you pass by, though. Yeah, and I consider yeah. them, and I acknowledge yeah. that they are people. And then, you know, I, I wipe like, my hey, butt with thought, Thoughts and prayers. Don't get thoughts, me wrong. Of course. Prayers. Yeah. But, we're gonna, but we're going to go to send your frogs and have uh, bottomless margaritas. Yeah. I was like, listen, I would give you money, but that's just going to get in the way of this bottomless margarita I got going on here. So, sorry. <laughs> oh, we're assholes. <laughs> we are total assholes. Um, one thing I didn't know about Mexico is that you can buy, like, prescription drugs there just over, over the counter. Did I've you heard. Know this? I've, so, I, I've heard that being discussed before. That, right. Yeah, okay. um, now, if you know anything about me, you know that I'm a basic bitch. Yes. You know, I, if I were, if I owned a pair of Uggs, I'd be wearing them right now and I'm not. Yeah. Um, but there is a prescription, um, face cream <laughs> that I like. 
I didn't even know there was such thing as prescription face cream. Yeah, uh, it's it's called Retin A. It's uh, and you can't you have to get it in the states through a prescription, but they sell it over the counter. Or they sell it in these pharmacies. So I was like, I'm going to go to this pharmacy. I'm going to buy some Retin A. And I go, and the woman's like, uh, she just starts offering me things. And I'm with. I'm, by the way, I'm with my sister in law, and she's like, she looks at her and says, Does he need Viagra? <laughs> And I was like, no, no, this is my wife, by the way, but no. Uh, kind of pharmacist. <laughs> but, and they, they have these cards, these printed cards, and they've got all the pictures of all the medicines on there. And she's pointing to them. She's like, Ritalin, Oxycontin. And I'm like, no. Yeah. I was like, dude, I just, I just want this face cream. I just want to get out of here. And she's like, it's cheap. It's cheap. You know, like, you know, 50 bucks, you get Oxycontin. I was like, holy shit. This is fucking like crazy shit happening here. Yeah. Um. So. I fucked out of there, but I, I got my face cream, of course. Because of course you did. You know, how, mean, many bottles, how many bottles did you get? Uh, truth, I got four. Okay, <laughs> so you're set for you're set for like at least two months. <laughs> more like a month. <laughs> uh, but I, it's so funny because I I was telling Lindsay, I was like, oh, you gotta try this retin A stuff. She's like, I don't buy it. What you know, this is crazy. And then some like blogger she follows was like, you should try retin A. And you know, Lindsay was like, oh, this is fantastic. We should get some retin A. So I actually got two bottles for her i have two bottles for me okay yeah well i'm not gonna lie to you i mean you do look moisturized as fuck yeah man that's what i'm not gonna lie i'm not you know (laughs) you really do you just you you... (laughs) i have that filter on like the the barbara streisand elizabeth taylor filter where it's just like a little out of focus yeah Uh, a little soft a little soft focus vaseline on the lens yeah totally Um, my last story about Mexico is, um, is, uh, so my brother moved to this particular part of Mexico because my brother's, are you okay, Johnny? Do you have the COVID? Did you get COVID from me? I, no, I, I've, I've, uh, I've been med- avoiding it. So good. I get a little, little, getting a little beverage here. There you go. Um, so my brother right. moved to this part of Mexico because it has a bunch of surf breaks and my brother's a big surfer. Um, and I know how to surf, but not like professionally, you know, I'm not, I'm not a great surfer. Um, so one night my brother's like, let's just go out surfing. It was like sunset. It was beautiful. There was an awesome break. Um, he's like, this is one of my favorite, uh, favorite waves in all of Mexico. So let's go out there. Cool. So, so it's me, it's my brother, it's my sister-in-law and Lindsay. Cause Lindsay turns out is actually a really good surfer, which I've never, I've been married to her for 10 years. I've known her for 15, had no idea that she knew how to surf. So we're all out there. We're all surfing. It's great. My brother fails to tell me that there's like this reef that's running like, um, yeah, perpendicular to the beach. And so I didn't know that. So I actually catch a wave. And you know, when you get to the end of of the wave, you kind of just like fall off, but I fall off and I run my foot down the side of this reef, which is Mm -hmm. fine. And so I'm like, Oh man, that like hurt, whatever. Uh, I get back on my board and I'm like, man, it feels like my foot's bleeding. Um, and so I have Lindsay look at it. Cause I'm like, you know, maybe it's just like the blood's getting washed off and I can't, I can't see it very well. I don't know why I'm just like, this is, this is weird. Something's going on with my foot. So Lindsay is on her board and she looks at it and I've got black spikes coming out of the bottom of my foot. Was it? I stepped on a sea urchin. That's okay. That's right. I, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> yeah, want to step yeah, on your story. I was about to, just, about to guess and I go, oh, hold on. Don't, that's yeah, yeah, no, no, th- thank it you. It was a sea urchin, really. I stepped on a fucking sea urchin. Uh, luckily, it's not a poisonous one. Or this that was one my next question is, I don't yeah. remember if they're poisonous or not. Some are. In fact, most are. Oh. 
Okay. Uh, in Mexico, the sea urchins are not poisonous, but the barbs go in like splinters. So it wasn't like I had, I had, I had at least 15 to 20 barbs in the bottom of my foot. Yeah. I, um, and I'm like, Holy shit. I, I need to get, take these out. My brother's like, don't take them out. Cause they actually have like barbs on the end of the spines. So it'll like yeah. rip your skin. Um, and they're, they just kind of come out on their own. So you Nah, no, the story's not over. So okay. I, I uh, that sounds ridiculous, but okay. Yeah, so I like paddle back to shore. I, I'm like limping a little bit because I'm just trying not to like force these things into my skin anymore. And I get home and I just start like pulling these things out, but they're not like um, they're not like splinters where like wood will just kind of come out. These actually like break apart and crumble, so they're like the you can pull them, but then the other half is still stuck in your foot. Oh gosh. So I spend like an hour just pulling things out, like with needles and tweezers and stuff. And I can't get most of them. And so it's been, let's see, that was Friday night. It's Wednesday today. I still have about eight half, like half stuck in my foot. Um, so it's not like they're not poking out, but I still have them like in my foot and supposedly they're just going to come out on their own. Yeah. That oxycontin, that oxycontin started right. looking pretty good. <laughs> Johnny, if I had known, you know, it's a smart move. Be like, hey, at the, at the customs, they're like, why do you have this oxycontin? I'll be like, just look at my foot. I have fucking uh, sea urchin spines coming out of it. I, I got to numb the pain, man. Come on. Got to get, yeah, man. That's what you do. Um, so I'm kind of pissing my brother because he knew the reef was there. Um, and then the next day he's like, you know, I had a sea urchin spine in my foot too, but I didn't complain about it. Cause I'm not a fucking bitch. <laughs> you brother's funny. That's so a bitch. So yes. Uh, so that, that was my kind of big Mexico moment. Um, but other than that, it was a glorious vacation. It was fantastic. <laughs> Just don't yeah, step man, on like, leaves. At least there's no sharks though. Was there sharks? Is there sharks where you were? No, but there are whales. Oh my God, Johnny, you sit, you sit on the beach and you can watch whales just jump. And it's, it's amazing. We actually took a boat out to see them a little bit more up close. And I, it occurred to me that I don't think I'd ever actually seen a whale before. I never have right? from a distance off the Oregon coast, but it was so far okay. away. You can barely see it. And I've never, I've always wanted to see, I've always wanted to see it. It's, it's wild, man. It's like something super special. And the boat that we were on was like the, the, the captain was just very like protective of them and like made sure that he wasn't like gunning the engine or getting too close, but close enough that we could see them pop out of the water and smack the smack it. And yeah. Do you, was, do you know what kind of whales they are? Gray whale, sperm whale. Do you know what they would be? Uh, I think they were humpbacks. Okay. I believe they're humpbacks. Um, and I, it's their breeding season. So there's a lot. Oh, of, I see. So they go down to the warmer water to breed. Yep. Exactly. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go all the way up to Alaska in the summer. Yeah. So it's like, that's a big, that's a big trip. Um, and, uh, 6,000 miles or something. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Jesus, man, you guys have like scooters. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's cool because, because the, the calves were just born. So they're like jumping out of the water, just playing around. And it's, it's wow. a really awesome thing. I'm so glad my kids got to see it because it's like, uh, it's just unfathomable that you have these huge creatures under the water, just very gently moving around and just minding their own business. It's, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to see it. It's it, like, I think of, 
makes me like of the Natural History Museum in New York and they have that big blue whale and you see yeah. the size of it, you know, and they talk about how the heart of the blue whale is the size of a Volkswagen bug and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I, yeah, I, I, um, I'm super jealous that you got to see that. <laughs> I would love to see that. I actually tried to go on uh, my family when we tried to go on an orca, uh, cool. uh, or, like orca viewing boat. Yeah. And, you know, and we totally struck out. The guys on the guys on the radio talking to other boats trying to find the pods. We were yeah. out there for three hours and didn't see any. It was no so way. disappointing. Yeah, it was oh. so disappointing. My nephews were my nephews were little at the time. They're like okay. five and seven, roughly, you know. And yeah. they were they they had stuffed orcas that my dad oh. and they're they're crying because there was no orcas. <laughs> The poor, the poor ship captain is like, oh, dude, have anything down here to the south? He's trying his best to find them. It was so disappointing. That's so sad. Yeah. Well, I, I, someday I'm sure they will be out there to to check out the orcas because I, I would love to see orcas outside of SeaWorld. Yeah, I, I, it's the or you, you've seen that documentary, right? The, oh yeah, uh, Blackwater yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that's shocking. Yeah, yeah. That the orcas, that the dorsal fin. The, of, of the captive orcas flops over and it doesn't happen anywhere in the wild. It happens when they're in captivity. Ugh. Oh, that was depressing. That's so depressing, man. It's so depressing, especially like, yeah, I, I think SeaWorld has started to make some changes, but yeah, they're, they've, <sighs> I think they've phased out of that and it's, you know, more of a, a zoo and aquarium than, than, uh, you know, I mean, well, like, like, I mean, like I mentioned 10 minutes ago, we went to SeaWorld in the early nineties in San Diego and saw yeah. Shamu. You yeah, know? and you know, and the, the, the you know the, the the trainer is diving off the nose of it and stuff, and you know mm-hmm. people are going crazy. Like, it, it's it's yeah. cr- it's crazy that that was a thing for decades. Yeah. Oh yeah. That we like, had let's this animals. animals in captivity. When I was a kid, I'll tell you along those same lines. When I was a kid in Tacoma, mm-hmm. there was like a swap meet kind of a thing called the P and E. They had okay. a gorilla there. No. Wait. Yeah. What? Like in a there cage? Was, yeah. It would it would it was the most dep- thinking back on it, it's so oh. depressing. There was a gorilla at a swap meet in like a 12 foot by 12 foot cement uh, cage. Oh Jesus. Yeah, think about that now. Like that would, you, no. it's outrageous. But in the 80s, we went down and saw a gorilla in Tacoma. <laughs> it, it, it had to have been the saddest gorilla in the United States of America. Yeah, seriously. Did do you did you guys go just to see the gorilla or did you go for the swap meet? I think, I think it was a combo platter. Okay. Yeah. You know, it was a bonus bonus treat, little, little outing in Tacoma, (laughs) uh, you know, and yeah, I saw the girl. I I can't remember the name of it, but it's, it's Uh. like to think about that now that like, yeah, there's a swap meet. It has a gorilla in a cement box. (laughs) What? What country are you in? Yeah. Say that again. (laughs) Yeah. Are we back in Tijuana? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, um, man. So what about you, man? What's going on? So you've avoided COVID, but you've also avoided people, right? So you're, well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but you're fully vaxxed and are you yeah, still- I'm, I'm, I'm vaccinated. I got boosted in December. So yeah, uh, right. It's, I'm not that worried. No, I still wear a mask partly sure. out of concern, partly out of, of courtesy. Yeah. I just, you know, totally. I mean, I mean, since I've been wearing a, a mask, I haven't even got the sniffles and I don't miss getting sick. So yeah, I'm just wearing it for a while and I'm going to see how it goes. And, you know, it's, I, I, I'm not that worried about it, but uh, yeah. 
you know, everyone in my family has avoided it. Like all my brothers. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, we've been super careful. So I I don't know. I'm not that worried about it. I, you know, I've been responsible. I've done my part. So, I mean, because how many, like we talked about a little while ago, I mean, it seems like every three days, there's a story on Twitter about how some anti-vax knucklehead or someone that was that was preaching at a church about how vaccines are evil or it's a guy, you know, a far right radio host that gets it and dies. It seems like yeah. it's every three days. Oh, at least. Yeah. And I don't understand why you guys can't connect the dots like I, it, it, it's I, I, it's one of the most baffling things of my life. That yep. how people have made this political and not medical. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. Yeah, and that's it. It, it, it it's a medical thing, not a political there, thing. It, yeah, there's a story about some goon that uh, he needs a kidney transplant. Okay, but he won't get. He's not going to get vaccinated because it dirties his blood. And so he oh. was being he's being refused the kidney transplant because the hospital says it's not safe. He's yeah. probably going to die. And his quote was, "I was born free and I'll die free." <sighs> Fuck you. You yeah. dummy. I mean, I just, I can't, it's every few days with these stories. I, I know, man. I, I, I just know. don't get it. Ugh, it's so, it's so sad too, because it's like the answer is right in front of you and it's, and it's got the potential to save not only your life, but exponentially other people, other people's lives too. And by you refusing it, you're, you're just being selfish and, and ignorant. Uh, it's just, uh, it's it's, it's going to go for a little while. We're going to have a million deaths in America. Yeah, that's that's probably, probably like eight hundred fifty thousand right now. I mean, it's you know there's still twenty five hundred people dying a day. It, it, mm. it just is so baffling to me. Yeah, you know, my mom has a neighbor, and uh, they're like you know the kind of people that have a Trump flag on the house. You know, Ooh, those people. And oh. so she has uh her and her husband, uh, they adamant they're not going to get it. No, they're not going to get it. They have five kids. Oh, no. All the kids are like these, like right wing hardcore Trump people. Yeah. All five of their families have got it. All oh, five. Yeah. And Duh. Like, guys, uh, yeah. come on. And badly, still not going to still not going to get it. Oh gosh, you dumb. My God. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel invincible now. Cause not only am I like fully vaxxed, I've also got the antibodies from the virus. It's like, not that I'm out there like licking lamp poles and stuff, but I mean, I do that anyway, you know, sure. uh, you know as you do, as um, one does. but I having this vaccine, the first time I got vaccinated, I was like, wow, I feel like just so much more powerful now, you know, and like I can go out and do more things. And now I'm like, I'm fucking bulletproof. <laughs> I know they're gonna. I know they're gonna pull this clip and be like, "Remember when he said he was bulletproof and then he died of COVID?" Yeah. Like a month later, he had COVID twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I feel pretty bulletproof right now. Anyway. Oh boy, it's it's silly. But anyway, to change topics a little bit because mm-hmm. we yes. we shouldn't whine about this anymore. Uh, last night uh, was the 40th anniversary of the premiere of Late Night with David Letterman. It premiered Ooh. in 1982. And uh, Seth Meyers now has that show. Like that show was a comedy institution, you know. Yeah. I mean Letterman and then Conan and Fallon for a little bit, and now Seth Meyers. God, so I, I forgot I, that Fallon was. I, I, it it wasn't very reason, long. Because yeah. remember, it was that whole thing when Conan got fired from the Tonight Show, and it, I mean it was just ridiculous. Yes. So it wasn't that long, but he had that show for a little while. Yeah. And now I'm Seth Meyers that. has it, who I think is one of the most important voices in comedy. But so Letterman was on last night, and part of it was the announcement that Letterman has. Uh, 
starting a YouTube channel. Did you see this? I did see that. Yeah. With, and he, he's, they're going to, who knows who's doing it, but they're going to start uploading old clips of the show. And, yeah. and so what I'm hoping is there's a sketch that I'm pretty sure I was in, I'm pretty sure you were in it too, called how many Santas can we fit in a coffee shop? You're in that, that sketch, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I've, I've looked for it. A bunch of times. On, I've never been able to find it, and I've never seen it since the night it aired, which would have been December 2003 or 2004. Yeah. Right? And so I'm <laughs> hoping that we get lucky, and that sketch pops up so you can see us put on a Santa costume. And Because yeah. there, there was a coffee. Is, is it a Starbucks across the street? Was it? I think it was there, a Starbucks. Yeah, and then it became a Jamba Juice. or Starbucks or something? I can't remember what. I think it was a Starbucks. Oh. It yeah, whatever it was. But yes, it was like how many people? Yeah. Um, one of the greatest bits that Letterman would do. How many Spider-Man can go into a strip joint? It was just really funny. And I so think I was a, gor- times, I was a gorilla I, once, I were, too. You were, I, the, you were not, I see. I was only in the one, that one. Oh, okay. But, one of them, I'm, one of them, I had to, I had to get my SAG card because I was in, because <laughs> I'd been on the TV so much. And I was like, I feel like I'm cheating here because I'm not an actor. And I was like, I had to join AFTRA and then it became SAG AFTRA. I got my I got my my union card because I it's a Santa Claus or whatever. Um, but yes, I totally agree because there is like so many different sketches that that are very hard to find or you can't find. And I would love and to yeah, be like I've I've looked for it a bunch of times, never found it. Just so, to show your kids, right? And just be like, hey, look, like this daddy was on yeah, TV for a while. I would love to show my nephews what 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 because I mean, if I remember it very clearly that. You know, Letterman would send in. I was like the 14th or 15th person to go in. So yeah. there's already just a ton of and I went strutting in. Hey, what's up, everybody doing? I mean, it was I think I remember. Dude, Johnny, I totally remember. I remember you walking in. I, I totally went remember that. Strutting in like I was Leonardo DiCaprio. Hey, what's everybody doing? <laughs> yeah. You know, I, remember. I think Letterman made a comment like, what is this guy doing? Yeah, what well, is <laughs> You know, it, I hope that one pops up. It'd be funny to see. I haven't seen it in, you know, almost 20 years. Oh, that's great. I was on one that I had like a whole speaking thing and uh, it was like a big deal and I taped it, went through everything and they cut it in the edit. So I told like everyone, I was like, guys, watch the show tonight. You're going to be blown away. <laughs> and then they're like, this guy can't act. What? Dude, he has a sad card. What? Get him out of here. Uh, yeah. They cut it. I was like, what? I was yeah. devastated. It was- um, but yeah, times, man. I still remember them putting like 20 Santa costumes out in the lobby of the Ed Sullivan Theater, and we're all putting yeah. Santa costumes. Sue Hom would just be there and be like, This looks like it fits you. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, uh, extra large? I don't know. Whatever. Just put it on. Okay. Yeah. Fine. One of the best things was um, Lucasfilm. I think that this must have been when like Attack of the Clones or something. It's one of, the, one of them was coming out, and Lucasfilm brought actual costumes uh, really? to the show. Gotcha. And. Um, and I was a stormtrooper and I got to put on the whole stormtrooper outfit. And I was like, this is the coolest fucking thing ever. Cause it was like legit, the stormtrooper outfit. I had the helmet. It was like, really? I, and like geek Adam flipped his shit. <laughs> and, and I think we were like, it was like just star Wars, like waiting in line, like outside Starbucks or something like, like that was the whole joke. Yeah. Um, but I remember the mask was like press my nose. Like it was like kind of uncomfortable because it kind of like pressed your nose in a little bit, but dude, it was maybe outside of my kids being born and the day I got yeah. married and, um, I don't know me not being a virgin anymore. Sure. 
probably up there in terms of like top top 10 days um just like walk down the streets of manhattan as a stormtrooper and we were like signing things for kids and like taking pictures with kids because we're in times square so fucking great it was like hopefully we get lucky and that sketch pops up yeah right i would love it i'd be like that's me and people like oh wait that was the other thing it's like i was always in costume like I was really never just like Adam, right? There was a cover that guy's face though. We don't want to see that shit. I don't think my face was ever on the show. I don't think so. No? I'm pretty sure not. There might have been there might have been a handful of times when like we were outside and the cameras came out and stuff like that. But I yeah. don't remember, I don't it might have been like that. But I don't yeah. know. I hope to see it. Letterman was really funny last night. And the, the the clip that they they showed a clip from the old show, and the clip that they showed was like, this is why I fell in love with the show. It was elevator races and Letterman would do it every once in a while. He would like get some accountants from somewhere in 30 Rock yeah. and they would have elevator races with Bob Costas announcing it. Can we talk about Bob Costas's hair in that clip? Holy shit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> 1988 Bob Costas hair was bang. Damn. That, that's, yeah, that, that shit slaps. That boy had some follicles. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was like seeing it like, yes, this is why I fell in love with the show the yep. summer before eighth grade, you know? That's when Absolutely. I started watching. It was like it was I was old enough where I could stay up and I watched every night during the summer that they were on. Oh, so and that next Christmas, our family, our family got a family gift and it was a new VCR. But you could have it was had a timer on it though. Oh, so nice. so when I was like when I figured out, oh, the timer, then I recorded Letterman every night. I on the same tape? Like, yeah, I just I would you use a tape. Yeah. And I just like, you know, at the end of the tape, and I just rewind it and start over again. Oh but I still remember going down, like, okay, you got to go to bed, school, you have to get up for school tomorrow. And I would go set up, I would queue up my tape, and I would set the the, the timer for 1233. Yep. And, I, and, this, and I still remember this. I would come home from school, and I would watch the previous night's Letterman. I yeah. did it for all the junior high and high school. Yeah. And you'd catch the end of like uh, Carson, right? You'd get that, like the last, like, like the good nights from Carson that yeah. would always just lead in. Yeah. yeah. And then it would go into, you know, Letterman throwing paint cans off of 30 rock. Yeah. Oh, and then, so it was just like seeing that clip, like, Oh, this is that. Yes. This is why I fell in love with this, <laughs> the show. Well, I love Dave talking about uh, Jack Hanna. Uh, because that I was like a hilarious Jack story, <laughs> right? I don't know if I'd ever heard that either. I had never heard uh, that story, but so uh, I'll, I'll briefly. Yeah. So Jack Hanna, the, the animal guy who part of the bit that he, he didn't really know a lot about animals was <laughs> part of the running gag because, you know, he was yeah. more of a personality than a real animal guy and yeah. a beaver bit him and he went to the emergency room and they thought he had a gunshot and so, so he's he had, bleeding so much. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's bleeding all over the place. And then he's like, no, a beaver bit me. And they're telling him, you, it's, sir, it's illegal to have a beaver in New York City. <laughs> <laughs> it's an illegal beaver. <laughs> so he almost gets arrested. He wasn't yeah. shot. Oh. I'm sure that I'll spend some time on that new YouTube page, you know? And oh, I mean, yeah. It's some of those ones that I'm sure that I'll remember. I mean, one of my favorites ever was Letterman <laughs> opened the door to his office at 30 Rock. And during the Today Show, he had a bullhorn and he was heckling the Today Show. <laughs> I'm really hoping that one shows up. Oh, that's so good. The Today Show is live, okay? Yeah. And Letterman is up there with a megaphone and he says, ladies and gentlemen, Bryant Gumble is not wearing pants. <laughs> that is unbelievable. <sighs> yeah, it's that kind of like misfit 
attitude that I, I loved about early Letterman. I mean, and he, he kind of translated that over to CBS a little bit, but just yeah. like rule breaking was like, it, it, you always got the feeling that, well, we've got this TV show. No one's really watching it. Let's just do whatever the fuck we want. 35 a night. I mean, it's, there's a lot, there was a big difference. Now both are great, but there was a big difference between 1235 Letterman and 1135 Letterman. Yeah, of course. Oh, there's yeah. a big, big difference. Yeah. And so, you know, seeing some of these old clips just really, really brought back just great memories of oh, yeah. watching it every day and then annoying people in the cafeteria the next day. Did you, did, you're not going to believe what Letterman did last night. <laughs> you're not, not going to believe it. You're not going to believe it. It's amazing. Dave's awesome. oh, the top 10 last night. I'm telling you the top, you guys, you got to hear about the top 10 last night. Oh, shut up, J-Dub. Oh, oh, come on. It was on. You got to hear about it. J-Dub, why don't you just go work for the guy? <laughs> and then you did. Yeah. And you were a Santa. For a few years. <laughs> yeah. People will, ask, people will ask me, oh, did you ever meet him? Like, guys, we didn't meet him. No, he's not. He was not talking to us. <laughs> <laughs> we were too, down, too far down on the, uh, the totem pole. Yeah, um, we had very limited interactions with Lester. Well, that was the thing, too, is he would, like, just come in in the morning and just sequester himself in his office. Do you remember how he would come in in his Porsche? He would yeah. park on the sidewalk. He would. Wait, I don't know if I remember him parking on the sidewalk. I'm, I'm sure he did, but so I saw him do it five or six times. When he he would come in, he would drive up onto the sidewalk, and then someone would take his car and go put it in a garage of somewhere else. Well, that was the thing: is if you became one of Dave's assistants, you had to know how to drive a, a stick. You had to drive manual. So and he would come in and some one time he came in that I saw him pull up onto the car and he comes out and he had white driving gloves on. <laughs> like, Fuck yeah. What, what is going on here? <laughs> what are we all right, Michael Jackson? Settle down. Yeah. They're probably like a thousand dollars in Italy. And oh, I'm sure. White, white. white driving gloves wow. and sweatpants. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Built a lace and built like, hey, Dave, let's go. Come on, get inside. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Build a lace. I know. It was great, great fun last night. I'm, I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of clips. That I'm just like, oh my gosh, I remember this. Yeah. Uh, do you remember like the whole security staff was all ex cops? Yeah. But they also looked like they were connected, and I feel like some of them probably were. Right? Or am I, I just think? Am so, I talking to my ass here, or am I? I don't, like, th- I don't think so because there are there are families in New York, Italian families, mm-hmm. where someone will be a cop. Someone will also be in the gangs. It'll be a gangster. There right. are those families, and it feels like two of those guys, Bill DeLace and and, and this guy, this guy who I love, named Dominic. Dom, Dom, yes, totally. Dom was great. Dom, Dom would buy drinks for everybody. He, was, he was just a lovely dude. But yeah. but he would like mention stuff about his family every once in a while when I talk to him. I would get <laughs> yeah. a sense that. You had, a, you had a couple cousins that were in La Cosa Nostra. <laughs> right. And they all wore like really nice suits and or like Italian suits with like pinky black, ring, black turtlenecks underneath. Pinky, yeah. Yeah. He had a diamond pinky ring. <laughs> we, we would go next door. Uh, the Manhattan, it was the, it's been in several places yeah. since then, but it was called the Manhattan Chili Company. And I remember that all the pages are in there. So there's like 20 of us. And they're yeah. having drinks. And Dom, Dominic, I wish I remember his last name. I, I don't okay. remember. Yeah, I There's like 20 people there that have drinks. And he was he goes to the bartender. He goes, hey, these young guys out here, fucking double them up. And he buys yeah. everybody <laughs> drinks. I love it. Oh, he, my God. What security guard does that? Oh, dude. I, fucking, fucking double them up. 
I can listen to their stories all day. Like I, it, they were just such genuinely like, like salt of the earth. Like they told me cop stories from the sixties in New York. that just blew my mind. Well, and again, this is probably all just hearsay, but weren't they like in hell's kitchen? Weren't they yeah. stationed in hell's kitchen? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Tell me stories about hell's kitchen. Like before, like hell's kitchen, like before uh, Lincoln center. Right. So like West side story. Hell's kitchen. Yes, ex- exactly. West side story. Hell's kitchen. So they like you hear you would hear a couple gunshots and you then you'd hear a, a lower gunshot and that was he said that was a cop returning fire with a shotgun. Oh my god! Jesus gosh. Christ! The perps gotta watch out for yeah. the perps. Build Double the lace. Them up. Double them up. Yeah. Build the lace. But that guy build the lace. I would I would buy him a bottle of scotch every once. I time. remember you were like you came to me and you're like what, what kind of scotch should I get? Build the lace. I was like I don't fucking I would, know. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I just I would do it every few months, and he would give me concert tickets. He would give me Knicks tickets and Yankee tickets. Dude, did you? Had, he got you to Saturday Night Live, right? Did you go? Yeah. to SNL for him. Yeah, he, he like I did him a favor, and then he like knew a guy on the crew at SNL, and that's how I got to go to SNL. Is because he had people come in. He had like twenty people come in. And I got everybody into the into the show. Yeah, and so I would get him like a fifty dollar bottle of scotch every few months. But oh in return, he would give me he would give me like uh, uh, like uh, uh, passes to Broadway shows. Like I went to Oklahoma for free. I went to Mary Poppins for free because he would give me just just because I give him a bottle of scotch every few months. Well, one day he pulls me aside. He's like, Adam, you ever get in trouble with the cops? You show him this card, and he gave me that that like get out of jail free card. Did you get one of those? No, I didn't get that. Oh, I got I got enough though. I got oh, yeah. I got to see Oasis in the VIP section for free. So I remember. I, I remember. <laughs> but I was like, shit. Now I want to like do some crime to get like to see what happens. I never yeah. used it, but I was like, it was like because a few people had those cards. Like he gave them out to his like people. I don't remember why he gave it to me. I, I remember hearing about the card. I never saw one. Yeah, and I I remember my, I called my girlfriend at the time. I was like. Courtney, I, I got the card. I can't just like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, Bill DeLace gave me the card. I don't know what you more, mean, Adam. No more speed limits for this guy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, if I owned a car, I'd be speeding, but I don't own a car because I live in Manhattan. Um, but yeah, it was like awesome because like it was probably the first time I really like like had conversations with older people. And, I, and that sounds weird, but like, you know, they were probably in their 50s, right? And I was just this like young 20 something kid. And to just kind of connect with like older people on a similar level was like a new thing for me. And it was very strange that I was connected with these like connected yeah. police officers, but uh, it was been nicer to us though. Yeah. They treated us really well. Dom. God, I remember Dom. Yeah. I do. Just, I do. I'll, just, I'll just never forget that fucking double them up. Just, what was, made, just unbelievable. What was Dom's buddy's name? Tony. I want to say Tony, but that's like so stereotypical. I but, think you're, I think you're right though. But he looked like Tony Sirocco from uh, from yeah, Sopranos. So he did. He looked, he looked like he was an extra on The Sopranos. They all did. They all. Oh my god! They were so like out of central casting for that. Oh, so good. God. Yeah, they look like they could be. You know, Satrials getting some gabagool. <laughs> I remember one time Bill the Lace pulls me aside. He's like, Adam, guess what? A, a fucking uh, audience member took took a piss on the chair. Because <laughs> before the show, we'd be like, "Hey, listen, you know, we'd be up there saying, hey, listen, you, you guys, just we're taping. You can't get up and leave this, <laughs> leave this, the taping.'" Yeah. And some woman was so nervous to get up that she pissed herself and the chair. And 
they had designed the they designed the chair so that you could take like the bottom cushion off and replace it quickly. But I was like, he's like, you're never gonna believe this. Fucking lady pissed herself on the chain. I was like, Bill, what? Yeah, I don't fucking know. She's probably from Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fill the lace of the stories. And I was like, I was like, Bill, do I have to clean that up? He's like, no, 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 no. We got we took care of it. Don't you worry about it. They would be smoking inside the theater. Oh fuck yeah. And I mean I mean just lighting up a heater in the theater and then dropping it on the stage and stepping on it and walking away. <laughs> Holy shit, I totally remember that. Yeah, yeah. well, all, all the crew guys did, too. I mean, yeah, that wasn't... Just firing up a heater in the theater. It's just yeah. unbelievable. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, Eddie Brill, who was doing the warm-up then, yeah. he's got his... Uh, is he still around? I don't know if he's still around. Well, he got, he got canned because he... Uh, he admitted that he didn't book female comics because he thought that no female comics were funny. Right. I remember. I don't that. know if I have no idea if he ever recovered after that. Cause it was a kind of a big deal. Yeah. New York city comedians are like, dude, that's one that's wrong. Cause that's ridiculous. Right. Yeah. And I can give you, I can give you a list of female comics who are amazing. Yeah. And two, like, come on, dude, that's so unethical. So I don't know if he ever, he, you know what though? He, he, I didn't think Eddie Brill was funny. No, 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 he wasn't at all. I thought his stand-up was terrible. And well, I mean, we also heard the exact same jokes every day, but yeah. I, I, I think he did stand up a few times on the show, and I was never like, hey, this guy. That's what I'm saying. I didn't think he was funny. But he used to give us tickets to the Gotham, to Gotham, and we yeah. they would have the showcase to audition new stand-up. So we would just go and be like, Yeah, I'll go watch some free comedy and laugh and tell you what's good and what's not. So along those lines, I'm gonna. I got a. We got a new story to talk about, but I have a sponsor before we get to. Oh, it. let us know, Johnny. Who's, yeah. who's who's paying the bills this week? This episode of the Take the Ride podcast is brought to you by Columbia House. Do you want twelve albums for a penny and pretend you're gonna buy twelve more? Then Columbia House is the service for you. There's no cheaper way to get James Taylor's greatest hits, the Grease soundtrack, and Red Hot Chili Peppers Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Columbia House. We have no idea how this lasted this long. <laughs> Uh, pennies. <laughs> uh, I think I did it four times. Oh, dude, absolutely. I actually switched. In in, when you're in college, you switch apartments. Yeah, yeah. right. So, it's a new address. Yeah, so I would, you know, like, hey, oh, you know, Gary Payton's ordered ordering more, uh, more, more Columbia House. What was the point of taping the penny though? Like, was that just to prove you actually existed? Like you had to tape know. a right? They made you tape a penny onto it. Right? Yeah. The, the, the early on, early nineties Columbia house, you like, you had the card from like, if you get like the advertisement in Rolling Stone. I was literally going to say Rolling Stone. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like I had the subscription to Rolling Stone when I was 13, but, um, and so you, yeah, you would tape the, good for you, Johnny. So isn't cool. That, isn't that, so, so, yeah. so, so dumb. I, like, I, I was like, oh yeah, ridiculous. I, <laughs> I had a paper route, and so I had a subscription to Rolling Stone and Sports Illustrated. But so yeah, you would fill out the card, and you wait real quick. Out which did you get one of the football phones? No, I don't think so. Uh, that's too bad. Yeah. Okay, continue. I'm sorry. Still have it. But yeah, you would cross out, you know, which ones you wanted, and you would literally tape a penny on it and send it in. And like two months later, a box of CDs would come up, and and you know, like, oh man, this is great. I just love it. Elton John's greatest hits. And <laughs> right. then you know, and then like you would just ignore the the notices that came in. Right. And I'm sure like my credit score like suffered tremendously because of it for years. <laughs> I was like, all right, thanks for these CDs for a penny. I'm just going to walk <laughs> away now. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. I, 
I don't know what the business model was there, but it, I have no idea. But it was around for, uh, I mean, twenty years. I don't know. Yeah, because there was that, and uh, was it BMG? Had there's yeah, BMG. Yeah, I think I did that one too. <laughs> oh, I totally did. Totally. My CD uh, collection was banging. You had a banging CD. What was if you went to your your CD collection now? Do you still have it? No. No. Okay. I uh, I lost them in a move a long time. Oh no. Yeah. What do you think would be the most obscure CD in there? Well, I had like, uh, there's bootleg. There would have been bootlegs in there. Like I had like Pearl Jam bootlegs and Beatles bootlegs and Jimi Hendrix bootlegs. All right. Well, how about uh, this? From from Columbia House or BMG? What do you think you got like an obscure? Uh, I doubt it because yeah. those would those would usually be like big records or greatest hits. Yeah, that's fair. That's so fair. I doubt it. But uh, yeah, some of those bootlegs, one of the bootlegs I had, I was so excited. There was, it's like there'd be record shops in Seattle. And so, you know, the bootlegs weren't out because they were illegal. Okay. Yeah. You couldn't sell them. So They're what you would bootlegs. do is you would, you would go up to the, to the counter and you'd be like, Hey, do you guys have any imports? And they would pull a box out oh, from underneath the counter yes. that had the bootlegs in it. And I would get like, Oh, oh yeah. I went, I went to this, my first Pearl Jam show. I had it on CD because I had a bootleg of it. So I got this, there was this bootleg in there. It was like $35 and it was Jimi Hendrix and the doors. And I was like, what? Wait, hold on. Play together or it was just on the same bill. That's what I thought. So I bought the bootleg and I was so excited. Like, oh my gosh, Hendrix is jamming with the doors. Right. What it actually was, was a Hendrix show that a drunken Jim Morrison was in the audience and they brought him up on stage for one like little song. But he was so hammered. Yeah. That, so I'm listening. I'm so excited. Is it Jim, Jim, Jim Morrison goes up there. Morrison is so drunk. He's up and he's, I swear to you, he goes, fucker in the ass. <laughs> but what? Did, and, and they kicked I, him out. I like, I have never been more disappointed in a record. And disappointed, like, Johnny. That's amazing. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's fucking incredible. I'm going to look later. It. It's probably on YouTube. But it's, yeah, a drunken Jim Morrison screaming obscenities. Oh, I love it. Dude, that's fantastic. I paid $35 for this. $35 just to hear a bugger in the ass. Worth it. I think it's worth it. That's what he yelled. He's like, yeah, man, I got a New York joint, man. You can pick your teeth with the New York joint, man. Oh, gosh. oh God. You know, they called him the Lizard King. Yeah. <laughs> People shit on the doors. I like the doors. I don't care if you don't like the doors. I like the doors. Yeah. I, yeah. How else are we going to start Apocalypse now, right? Well, I'll tell you what. You know, I, I, I'm not great at karaoke, but uh, I did a, the doors touch me. Brought, that brings the house down to karaoke. Come on, come on, come on now. Touch me, babe. I was going to say. Oh, yeah, come on now. I can see you doing that. I can see you. Yeah. You think, is that your go-to? Like, I, I've only done karaoke twice and did not enjoy I myself. Think, I think I've done it like four times, five times. So I did, I did that, I did that once. So I did, I did do Sinatra a couple times. But where, where I would do, what I did awesome at is I did Johnny Cash, a boy named Sue. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I don't even need. I don't. You don't even have to put up the lyrics. <laughs> I, got, I, I, got I got this. this. I got this. My daddy left home when I was three, and he didn't leave much to mom and me. Just his old guitar and an empty bottle of booze. I got it. Don't even. <laughs> don't even bother putting it up. Don't insult me with the lyrics. I, I don't need them. I'll be. I'll be. You see me? That's that's great, man. Holy shit. <laughs> so the, the last thing we wanted to talk about is um, yeah. 
we saw this news story and we thought I, I sent this to you and it was fascinating. So Pete Davidson and Colin Jost from Saturday Night Live, they bought, I have no idea how this happens. They bought a decommissioned Staten Island ferry for $280,000. How this gets to auction, I have no idea. So they, they bought this ferry and they're going to turn it into a floating comedy club, restaurant, bar. And it's just, is such a clever idea. It's so smart. You yeah. can't, you're, if you want to have a new comedy club in Manhattan, you're going to want it in a cool neighborhood. You're not going to be able to buy a spot for, wow. you know, 280 grand. Now it's probably going to cost a couple million dollars to refit and everything. Yeah. You're still not going to be able to buy that space. Like you so, couldn't buy the comedy cellar now. <laughs> no, not, not in the middle of the village. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you, are they thinking it's going to be stationary though? It's going to be docked somewhere, right? My understanding is it, is it's docked. Okay. So I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's, I don't totally know how it's going to work, but you know, I mean, when I used to go to the comedy cellar, it was 12 bucks Yeah. Well, to get into, I bet people will pay double if there's a restaurant and a bar and oh. probably more than one room doing comedy. Oh yeah. Oh, why would like the comedy store in LA is three rooms. Why yeah. wouldn't you have three rooms on the, on the ferry? You've got the space for it. It's 277 feet long. That's like, <laughs> that's almost a football field. It's huge. Yeah, you've been, you've been on the Staten Island Ferry. They're huge. Have, yeah, they're very big. So, so it's I, just a brilliant idea. I think the only issue I have is it's tough to get to the water in Manhattan uh, through mass transit. Yeah. You know, like you, you really have to know where you're going. Like, even because I used to Do you think the Chelsea Piers is not that easy? I get no, it. No, it's a walk. But that doesn't that doesn't mean it's outside. I mean, people obviously go to Chelsea Piers, so there, you know, there's a yeah. reason to go. Um, but it's just like, that's the one issue. But other than that, I think it's fucking brilliant. I love it's it. It's such a good idea. You bring in somebody who puts a, a really nice restaurant in there. You have two yep. bars. It's, yep. it's so, it's so smart, <laughs> you know? And you, you, I mean, you have the pipeline to SNL, you know? So like tonight here is Michael Che. He's going to come yeah. out and do stand up. It's just, it's such a cool idea. I would be lined up to go if, if I was still living there. Pete's going to give you a tattoo. There's Pete's tattoo parlor. <laughs> Floating. That's how you want it, right? Go to a tattoo parlor that's floating on the water. <laughs> Why is it all squiggly? Shut up, man. I got it on the water. Oh, he's been removing his tattoos, but I remember when it, he, I love it when Pete does a weekend update bit because it always makes me laugh and he's, he's so self-deprecating. I think that's why he's, they're so good. Yes. And he said that uh, one of the, one of the jokes he had an update that he got a game of Thrones tattoo before he had seen the show. <laughs> You got the Game of Thrones wolf logo. <laughs> I love it. That's ridiculous. <laughs> there is that sort of tattoo person out there that's just like, I like that. I just there's no meaning to it. I just want to put it on my body. And you're like, that's permanent. Like, yeah. Or mostly permanent. Uh so I know a guy that has a tramp stamp. <laughs> he has a he has a sun tramp stamp. Wait, I, I, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. That's I, oh, a guy yeah. I knew in LA. Yeah. A son transcend. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I when, when I when I found out about it, what, the way I found out about it is we were at a restaurant. He yeah. dropped his fork, oh, and no. he bent over to pick up the fork, and his <laughs> shirt came up, and I saw it. And then it was an hour of jokes. Yeah, whoa, that is whoa, 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 Tyler, whoa, 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 Hold buddy. What the hell's going on down here? <laughs> and he like, just he just like puts his hand in his, his face, you know, he puts his face in his hand. Like, oh I, I do, I'm sorry, man. I was hammered, I was in Park City. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was hammered as a Park City. He was on the snowboarding get, trip. I want to get the sun where the sun don't shine. Yeah. Oh, Drunken snowboarding trip got a sun tramp stamp. Kill yeah. on it. Wow. Wow, that's that's regret. <laughs> right? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. But boy, did I like making jokes about that with it. That's well, how can you not? That's that's yeah. perfect. That's amazing. Whenever you would break balls, like, hey, remember when you got a tramp stamp in Park City? Shut oh. up, man. Dude, let it go. Um, so real quick, Tom Brady retires. Good, yeah. bad, ugly. What do you think? Good. Well, I I thought he would play one more year, but um, I I mean, look, <laughs> there is no argument that he's the best quarterback ever. I don't even know what the argument is. Yeah. I mean, he he. Not only does he have the seven rings, he's first in in passing yards, first in touchdowns, he's first he's first yeah. in win. It's it's so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I wish him luck. My my sense is is that you know he's got his kids are old enough now that I think that they've seen him play. Mm-hmm. I think his kids are like, Dad, we don't want you to see get hit anymore. That's that's the sense I'm getting. And that's his, fair. And his family's like, look, come on now, we, we we're not short on money. Giselle Giselle makes more money than he does. Oh, I'm sure. Oh yeah. So it's you don't you don't need the money anymore. You have the seven rings. I, I, I get why I get why he's going. My, that's the sense I'm getting. Do you think we'll ever find someone else or someone else will ever top that top is not, top not seven rings. No, I, I, I mean, you might get someone that has three or four, you know, yeah. I mean, gosh, for all I know, Joe Burrow is going to win here in two weeks and his second year, he's going to have one. I don't know. I, yeah. I think the kid's amazing, but yeah. I just can't imagine that we're ever going to see anything like this. again. Yeah. It also lined up really well because he was what second string third string for the, for the Pats. And then just yeah, he, like, yeah. So you're right. He, he was the backup for the Patriots. He was behind a guy named Drew Bledsoe. Right. Yes. Um, who, and uh, Drew Bledsoe got hurt and Brady went in and his, uh, and uh, never uh, gave up his job. It's crazy. Yeah. It's the guy was picked 199th overall. It's bananas, right? It's like whenever you feel like you're down on something, just be like, you know what? Like you can still prove yourself. Even if you're, you know, not, not lined up properly. Like you, you still have a lot to prove. And Tom he's, never, he's not the most talented guy. He's not the most talented quarterback. He's certainly not the most athletic. He doesn't have the strongest arm. There's, I can list you a bunch of guys that have bigger, bigger arms. And, but mm-hmm. he's bigger the most, dicks. what about bigger dicks? He's the most mentally tough football player I've ever seen. Oh, okay. I was going to ask like, what, then what set him apart, but it's the mental, yeah. mental toughness. Yeah. Preparation, mental toughness. That guy mm-hmm. just obsessively prepared. And there's like there's there's this video that they uh, played on the Dan Patrick show this morning. That uh, excuse me. That Jesus Christ, Johnny, what the I, fuck? I don't, I don't know what happened there. I'm getting old. <laughs> I'm getting. Old. I'm, getting I'm getting old. And, and so, of it's it was Brady correcting things at the line of scrimmage where someone was lined up wrong. Gronk, Gronk, no, 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 come over here. He was moving people around. Wow. He knew well, every well, piece of the, on the chessboard, every single one. Yeah. That's and while he's so about to take a snap and just, yeah, yes. that's crazy. Like Gronk, get in the slot. You're, you're lined up wrong. And then it, and then the, the, it was continue. And then Gronk was had, lined up in the slot and scored a, a, a touchdown on the slant. So wow. I don't know. I, I, I can't, I, people will like, Oh, I don't like Tom Brady. I don't know how you don't like that. Man. I, come on. The guys, yeah. I can't stand the Patriots, but come on. The guy, the guy's a winner. Yeah. It's like it's like arguing that you think LeBron sucks. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. You don't understand the game. No, I get it. I totally get it. So I don't know. I'm happy for him. I don't know what he'll do from here. 
It's going to be very interesting. He'll have Comment. a bunch of businesses. He'll yeah. still do bunch of, he'll still do a bunch of like advertising and stuff, but I don't know what he'll do. I don't know if they'll go into the booth or not. I don't know if oh. he'll be good at it. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Because oh. Brady's not personal. Like Brady's not Peyton Manning. Brady's right. not funny. You know, he's not witty, you know. Yeah. So I don't know if he'll do that or not, but love to see. We'll wait and see, Johnny. Yeah. Okay. We'll wait and see. The Manning cast got extended for two more seasons. That's Brady. great. That that I is loved it. I so loved enjoyable. It. So enjoyable. Yeah. It's just fun. Right? Just yeah. two brothers who know their shit, just kind of smack talking, but just giving some really good insight. I, it's a very enjoyable way to watch watch football. Yeah, I, I loved it. And so, yeah, it was such a hit. Two million people were watching it, so they extended it for two more years. And the Manny brothers just got more cash. Good for them. They needed it. I'm sure they were <laughs> going to be out on the street soon. So the, with Peyton Manning, the Broncos are now up for sale. I think it's $4 billion. Wait, don't hold on a second. Four billion dollars. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the number that has been reported. So don't be surprised if Peyton Manning is part of an investor group that bought okay. the Broncos. I was gonna say he's part. He's not. He's not worth four billion. No, no. But it's you. You know, you got a group of people. You know. Yeah. Don't be surprised if Peyton Manning's involved in it. Because I think that I think that's what he wants to do. Wow. I he'd be yeah. great. He'd be a good owner. Cool. I, I could. He's got the smarts for it. Four billion though. Holy shit, that's <laughs> double check me, but I'm pretty sure that's the number. <laughs> Do they own their stadium? Like, what the fuck? That's I don't know how it works, but I mean it's the, the NFL is like it, it is it is foolproof. You're going to make money. You're going to. Totally. It's you, you know no NFL team loses money even when you suck. Like the commanders, <laughs> the Washington <laughs> Commanders. Yeah, I don't dig that. Oh, it's eh, it'll yeah. grow on everybody, but eh, I, I didn't dig it. No, I would have liked the red tails. I, I like that's like that's the one I like too. I would have liked the red tails, but yeah. you know, we might see we might see uh, someone in, in the NFL uh, lose their team though, because if it's proven that the Miami Dolphins owner would told a coach, "I will pay you a hundred grand to lose games a piece," if that's proven, you're gonna lose your team. But yeah, that's <laughs> sorry, you're out. <laughs> in professional sports, you're getting paid to lose. <laughs> well, no, attempted to beat it. The coach refused to do it. Right. But even still, if there was the attempt, but, there's yeah, yeah. Supposedly it was for every time you lose, you get a hundred K. If that's proven, that guy's going to lose his team. Oh my God. Good. It'll be Fun. funny. Yeah. I feel bad for dolphins fans. They're great fans and their team is, is awful. Yeah. They always get, it's it never highs, but they get like past average and then yeah. they just tank again. It's like, come on. Did you ever go to Dolphin games when you're in Miami? No, uh, I mean I've clearly been to the stadium because that's where the Hurricanes play, but I've never, I've never been to a, a Dolphin game. Um, I saw a movie about the Dolphins um, where this guy, uh, or yeah, stole their Dolphin snowflake. Yeah, great documentary. A, it's totally yeah. that's a really good documentary. Yeah, they had to hire with Dan, with Dan Marino in it. Dan Marino was in it, of course. Yeah, yeah. so that's that's probably the closest I've come to uh, really appreciating the Dolphins. Yeah, but. I mean, one of the, I think it's the only documentary I've ever seen where someone talked out of their butt. Yeah, there was that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's good. You know, we're talking about Ace Ventura. But... <laughs> by the way, by the way, not, yeah. not a real book. If, 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 you have, if, you're, if you're like, what the hell? Yeah. It's... <laughs> um, well, Johnny, on that note, we've, we've gone well over our time. Okay. Yeah. Time is precious. Uh, I was great right. catching up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I misled you last week. And no, it's the the 
Why is funny though? I mean, it's funny. <laughs> I know, but I, I could have been better. I could have been. Yeah. Better. Um, so why don't you close us off? All right. Close us off. Uh, Sign us off. What am I talking about? I don't. I have no idea what what that sentence was that came out of, of your moist, uh, what came out of your moisturized face. I was going to say it's all the Ritalin and Oxycontin I've been taking since <laughs> I've been back from Mexico. We appreciate you joining us, uh, friends, uh, for giving us a little time to chop it up with you and to talk uh, talk some nonsense. Um, and uh, hey, we got two weeks of the Olympics coming up. Let's enjoy the Olympics. Don't get caught up that it's of, of the bullshit. Oh, it shouldn't be in China. We know it shouldn't be in China. The athletes have no choice, so let's enjoy it. <laughs> okay, Johnny. Wow, hot, <laughs> hot take at the end. I, well, I just I keep hearing people. I'm going to boycott the Olympics. Why? What do you What do you think? It's what? Oh, oh China's going to learn their lesson if there's a few, <laughs> few uh, less viewers. Yep, Tom out in Sheboygan. He's not watching. Shit, we fucked up. Michaela Sh- Michaela Sheffrin in the downhill doesn't have any choice. Why Why, why aren't we going to enjoy this? <laughs> Wait, let's celebrate her. Not, 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 yeah, not you know, come on, that's ridiculous. Okay, I'm sorry. Thank you. For, <laughs> thank you for joining us. Uh, we hope. Uh, we hope. Uh, yeah, we hope you had a little fun, and uh, you know, we hope uh, Adam's uh, foot feels a little better. Um, for Adam Drake, uh, who is moisturized as fuck, I am Johnny Bright. Take care and be sound.